What is up? You are listening to Music Industry Marketing with Matt Lillywhite. So first of all, I'd just like to thank you very much for sort of uh, agreeing to come on the podcast. I really, really appreciate it. Of course. No problem, man. I, I appreciate the opportunity very much so. For sure. So, uh, can obviously I know your story, but sort of, can you just sort of tell how you got started in the music industry? Yeah, for sure. Um, it's been a pretty long process, but I think uh, my first kind of foray or original original intention with going into music was trying to become an artist myself. Yeah. Um, and it just kind of didn't work out. But I, I really wanted to be like a DJ, a producer, and I. I DJed a lot back in college, and I tried nice. to make music, and it ultimately just uh, it just wasn't for me. I don't think uh, I have the patience to to create music on my own. And once I realized that, I realized I kind of had to uh, figure mm. out another path in music. Yeah, um, and that led to stints at uh, Warner Music Group. Um, working as an intern in the a and department. Um, I worked in the uh, reception for Creative Artists Agency. Um, and yeah, I kind of hopped around for a little bit until I figured out what I was good at. Um, and that eventually became PR. That's awesome. Um, so obviously you've had a lot of big accomplishments lately, um, working with the likes of Majestic Casual, Cloud Kid and all of them. What would you say is your biggest accomplishment to date? Um, that's that's a loaded question. You know, I think uh, I don't really, I haven't really thought about it in terms of you know what have I accomplished. Mm. Um, I more so think about you know what we're doing for the clients, um, yeah. how the company brand looks, how how the the, the team uh, within the company is doing, and um, now that I see several of our clients that we've been working with for a while doing well, mm. um, and all. Also, the staff growing and, and being more ambitious and taking on bigger artists and bigger campaigns. And obviously, it's flattering when we have, um, you know, bigger name artists coming to us to represent them. Like, all little things like that are, yeah. um, you know, I'm incredibly thankful. I'm, I'm incredibly uh, fortunate to be in the position that I'm in. And I'm sure uh, my entire team feels the same way. Um, yeah. But, you know, it's, it's a team effort. And just seeing the team constantly winning and and progressing forward and, and doing their best on a daily basis, for me, that's, that's like, really the biggest accomplishment. Like, the, the fact that that's possible, even in the least bit. Yeah, definitely. Um, well, every, yeah, I mean, it definitely is a team effort, and sort of having that team behind you to sort of reinforce your visions, your success, your beliefs, that's definitely Absolutely. a good driving force to sort of achieve that success. Uh-huh. Um, so obviously you've got your amazing team, but sort of who's the most inspiring person in your life right now? Oh, man, that's, that's, a, that's a loaded question, too. Uh, <laughs> You know, when you work with artists and when you work with people that work with artists and a lot of the kind of my peers, like the managers that I work with, uh, we all come from um, not identical but similar backgrounds in the sense that, mm. you know, there's no real blueprint to succeed in music. Definitely. Um, you kind of just got to keep trying and, and the ones that try the hardest and are the most consistent and, and the most persistent really are the ones that kind of tend to make it. Um, yeah. And, and I I, in that sense, I think... Um, you know, everybody that I work with is, is a very big inspiration. Um, not just the artists, but um, sometimes even more so, like their management teams. Um, 
I look at some of the more established publicists in the industry, and I look up to them a lot. And mm. uh, I, I think it's really impressive what they're able to do, and I aspire to be on their level. And um, you know, it's, 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 it's a tough question to answer. You know, yeah, I mean, definitely. My team, even my team inspires me on a daily basis just because they work so hard and they're so committed. And mm. you know, it's uh, it, it's it's a tough question to answer. I, I don't say everyone inspires me in a different way. Yeah. Um. Obviously, working with different clients, you're a busy guy. Do you schedule every hour of the day, or do you just sort of wing it, or what? <laughs> um, I would like to be a lot more organized than I currently am. Uh, it's, I would say uh, I try to plan it out as much as possible, obviously. Uh, I have some, uh, I guess, like, protocol personally that I go through on a daily basis. Yeah. More so things like I, I try not to check my emails before 9 a.m. just because I want to, you know, stay um, not, I don't, I don't want to say fresh, but more so it just, it just kind of helps me to recharge. Yeah. Uh, and to have a designated time, it also sets some sort of boundaries uh, for, like, mental health. And I'm really big on that. Just definitely, like, uh, definitely. You know, a lot of people just tend to work themselves and, and burn themselves out. I don't want that to happen to me or my team. Yeah. Um, but it's, it's very fluid, you know. I think... Uh, a very important part about being a good publicist is being able to be light on your feet and adaptable. Mm. Um, and, you know, with that in mind, yes, we, I, I kind of have a checklist of, did I do this for XYZ client today? Um, and once I go through all the clients, I'll just make sure I didn't forget anything. But more often than not, that that process is never really like a, okay, I, I, did a, I checked off all these things off the list and I'm done because it, it kind of never really ends. Yeah, definitely. I get what you mean. Um, yeah, I mean, obviously, the music industry is never-ending, so within an hour, loads of things can happen, and you can have multiple problems, or multiple sort of amazing things happen, and so sort of it's very, what do you call it, fluctuant, I guess. Yeah. Um, so what is your process like when getting new clients? Do they approach you most of the time, or is this something I'm curious about? Uh... I would say over the past two years or so, most of the clients have become referral-based or um, it's like uh, there's some specific clients that have kind of like we've touched base and decided that it wasn't really the right time. They come back at a later date. Yeah. Um, But, you know, going back to kind of what I was saying before, we, we can afford to be pretty selective with the clients that we choose to represent. Um, and obviously, we're very thankful for that. Uh, for sure. But, but in general, it, it, it's mostly referral based, uh, unless there's someone that you know the team and I are, are very high on, um, and we'll actively go out and we'll kind of you know try and touch base with that client and see how we can help. And yeah, yeah. If the opportunity isn't there at that point in time, then we'll you know hopefully we'll circle back a couple for of months, sure. a couple of years down the line, and see what we can potentially do there. Awesome. Um, okay, that's great, honestly. It's sort of just amazing sort of seeing how sort of your process works and sort of everything around that. Where do you, obviously you've had so much success so far. I'm sure this is sort of only the beginning of your journey. So where do you see yourself in like 10, 20 years time? Sort of, do you see yourself still in the music industry or? Um... I would hope so, you know. I ever since I was a kid, uh, the only thing that really made sense was music. Yeah. Um, 
and that hasn't changed. That's the probably one constant in my life, in every facet, of, considering every facet of my life since I decided yeah. that I wanted to do this. You know, um, and I, I genuinely just don't see that changing anytime soon. Uh, I think that it's it would be kind of foolish of me to say that I'm going to be doing exactly what I'm doing now in 10 years because I look at the past 10 years, even the past five years, past two and a half years. Mm. Uh, the company itself, it's it's less than a year old, you know? Wow. Um, and the kind of growth that we've experienced it has been pretty exponential. And uh, it's been really flattering to see the overall support uh, we've gotten from our peers and the artists that we work with and how much they've committed to, like, helping us build our brand, too. So in that sense, you know, in, in our camp, hopes are very high for the future. Uh, we have, obviously, a lot of artists that uh, we're bringing in and that are kind of under wraps that we will potentially be teaming up with in the near future and that's mm -hmm. really exciting too but that's great. you know the, the very ethos of the company um at the end of the day is is being able to cultivate a culture that is um you know that it's uh, encompassing of more than just a pr agency yeah um, we, we we want to be a place where artists know that they can be taken care of we want to be mm. A group of people where artists and management teams can look at us and consider us family because we feel like that about every single one of our artists. Um, and ultimately, we want to show that, you know, there's a good publicist is more than just someone who kind of just sends out emails. Um, Definitely. And I think that over the course of the next five to ten years, um, who we become and the identity of the brand is going to become a lot more evident as we kind of figure that out amongst mm. ourselves as well. Um, there's always room for growth, you know, there's always room for improvement, and that's the name of the game here. That's great, honestly. Um, so this is a question that I ask at the end of every single interview on my podcast. Um, so, hypothetically, if the world was ending tomorrow, what legacy would you want people to remember you by? Oh, you're really pulling out the tough questions. <laughs> um, you know, I think this is something that might sound a little, little cliche, but mm. um, I just want to be a good person, you know? That's great. I, I think that there's, um, there's an incredibly uh, human-like empathetic aspect of the arts specifically music that definitely tends to get uh forgotten and kind of overshadowed in this age of metrics and trends and mm. you know it all becomes very carbon copy very cookie cutter um yeah and for me personally working in this industry and just you know at, at, on a personal level it's like i I'm not here to participate in all of that. I understand the value of it, um, but I fell in love with what I do because because of the love, really, like of the emotion involved within it. Mm. Um, and at the end of the day, you know, if, if we if I were to die tomorrow or the world was to end tomorrow, I mean, if I was if the world was to end tomorrow, I'd have no legacy to live, uh, leave, you know. Yeah. <laughs> but, if, but if I was to die tomorrow, you know, I'd hope that um, you know my family, my friends, everyone I work with. Like, I'd be happy if they were just like, he's a good guy. He, like, did his best at all times, you know. My yeah, whole mantra is um, living my best life and spreading positivity through music. And that's, you know, that's kind of what I want to do and how I want to be remembered. Definitely. I mean, that's sort of just really inspiring to hear. Obviously, so many people are in it 
Well, a lot of the people I've met are just in it for the money or they just want, like, quick cash or whatever. When, yeah. in reality, I mean, I've grown up in music since I was a little kid. So, sort of, I've just grown up sort of appreciating it. But I think some people just are wrapped around, oh, we need 500,000 plays on this, we need 200,000 plays on that. When, in reality, it's an art form and sort of people are literally 200,000 is incredibly massive anyway as it is and yeah so I think it's, sort of, it's, it's something that you know as a publicist we we are pretty much constantly told we want this we want that yeah um, we, we think this works and obviously we want the best for every single one of our clients no matter what mm. that, that, that goes without saying um but generally speaking that's not how things tend to pan out and I know what I was saying before, we have to be flexible, you know, we have to be on the tip of our toes and ultimately look out for the best interests of our clients. And that kind of goes back to being a family and, you know, being good people, operating with integrity and, um, you know, a, a lot of this stuff that we do and that I do on a daily basis, we're, we're still learning too. We have a long way to go. Yeah. Uh, but that's, it's, it's just as much about the journey as it is about the destination in my opinion. Definitely, I totally agree with you. Um, well, thank you for coming on. I really appreciate it. Of course, of course. I um, I'm very thankful for the opportunity to speak with you. Um, and obviously, if there's anything that I can help you out with in the near future, or any advice I can give, or insight I can give to mm. your your listeners, I'm happy to hop on whenever. Awesome. Well, thank you very much. Um, where can people find you if they want to get in contact? Uh, you can probably just email my team and I. If you hit up info at davidkim.biz, uh, that goes to all our emails. You can check out more information on the company at www.davidkim.biz. And all of our social media handles are DKIM Projects. Everybody. And that was Music Industry Marketing with Matt Lillywhite. Um, I'd just like to use this outro of the podcast to literally just say that if you ever have any questions, feel free to hit me up on any of my social platforms. Uh, also, feel free to add me on my personal Facebook as well. And yeah, uh, keep hustling. <laughs>